0: Today on um, Share Talk, we're talking to Lambros Anaxtopoulos. He's the CEO of uh, Secure Property Development and Investment. Um, they've just released their interim results today. So Lambros, firstly, hi, how are you? Hi, Rob, how are you? I'm very good, thanks. Um, can you, uh, for our listeners, can you remind them of uh, where the property portfolio is and uh, who your tenants are and what your investment criteria is?
1: Well, uh, Secure Property Development Investment is active in uh, emerging Europe, uh, that part of Europe which is East and South of most other European countries, uh, uh, where there's plenty of potential and plenty of things happening. More specifically, Romania, Greece and Bulgaria are key uh, countries of activity. Uh, Ukraine had been there, but we're getting out slowly. Mm-hmm. And uh, we have good assets, city center assets, uh, with tenants like Danone or um, Nagel, which is uh, one of the biggest uh, European-German uh, logistics uh, operator, and Eurohall, which is the biggest Bulgarian insurance company. Uh, just to give you an idea, that we look for big tenants, uh, credit-worthy tenants, obviously, uh, long leases, uh, good locations, so, you know, Class A type of properties that you would sell, even though if you look at them, they don't necessarily uh, look like Class A that you would think about uh, in, here in London, but they are where they are and they are uh, as good as it can get. Okay, so I, I
0: suppose with the sort of blue chips, with the, with the professional companies that you're dealing with, that reduces any risks you have with any problems with the tenancies?
1: Uh, the uh, Yes, obviously with a blue-chip tenant you are more safe uh, as far as the uh, uh, income uh, goes. Mm-hmm. Uh, having said that, I don't see much higher risk in uh, European Union uh, capital cities wherever they are. I mean, if Danone is in Brussels or in Paris or in Bucharest, they won't do different things.
0: Okay. Um- so in, your, uh, in the interim results, you announced uh, a positive um, EBI TDA for the third consecutive year. And uh, your rental income, you've highlighted, it's uh, 2.66 million euros. Can you talk us through the, the rest of the headline figures that you released?
1: Uh, thank you for asking the question, because actually the figures show what they show, but between the lines you can read even more exciting things. So the rental income is uh, 2.7, almost 2.7, as it was more or less last year. So we, we are stabilized now after two years of, of acquisitions, we have stabilized the portfolio. Uh, rental comes in, rental is good. Uh, what we do uh, see in the income uh, statement is that we have a loss uh, on, uh, the, the, because based on cost of uh, the uh, um, apartments that we sold. And this is because we started selling in Bulgaria, which we hadn't done uh, the year before. We have a, a residential portfolio, small residential portfolio in, in Bulgaria, which we started selling this year. And when you start selling it, you have to start at uh, lower uh, than uh, you expect to end up. So the first units were sold below book, hence the loss, which is obviously temporary. We have already started catching up with uh, our expected prices. Mm-hmm. Another thing interesting to note is that uh, the um, administrative expenses or, or uh, corporate costs or whatever you want to call it, they're down 20% from last year uh, intentionally because after all, after the two years where we were focusing on acquiring and growing our portfolio, we, this, this semester we put a lot of emphasis on making sure that there are, no, uh, uh, there are no leaks or there are no extra expenses that shouldn't be there and making sure that we are ready for the next leap up.
0: Okay, you, um, you took one of my questions away. I was going to ask how you were managing uh, your, your reduction in the administration expenses. Um, speaking of uh, the, the portfolio management for the first after 2016 being quite active, um, can you, you can you talk us through the sales that you're, you've made with uh, Ukraine and Romania?
1: Well, it is interesting that uh, within 2016, all countries we are active, including Ukraine, have picked up uh, in terms of economy and mostly in terms of the property markets. So, for example, while Ukraine was... nothing much was happening uh, the last few years, I, I mean in the property market, because obviously many and not so nice things were happening in the political field, uh, there are plenty of people uh, starting to move, invest in the property business. Hence, we entertained a number of uh, inquiries to sell uh, our, our logistics assets and we, are, um, ag- we have agreed with uh, one party and we are fastly uh, fast closing the transaction. It mm-hmm. has not closed yet. Um, on the residential side in Romania, Romania is growing very fast. It's the, probably the fastest growing economy in the European Union. Uh, the property market has reached its uh, biggest uh, demand supply gap for years because nobody was really developing anything and demand has picked up substantially. Uh, hence we decided to sell a bulk of um, part of our portfolio residential portfolio, uh, mostly to generate cash for uh, our company. Uh, and it was easy because there are many people wanting to buy. And uh, actually prices are going up, uh, as I said in Bulgaria earlier, in Romania now, so we expect more sales at better prices, even though the move we did the first uh, half by selling one of our um, portfolio units, which was 16 apartments together, I don't think we'll repeat uh, bulk sale, but things are happening and, you know, as prices go up, we may okay
0: um you've approached a bit about the um, the southeastern european countries uh, and what you focused on are are you just going to stay within the, the countries you're currently targeted or would you look at, at other opportunities around that
1: uh, actually uh, i you know obviously you never say no to an opportunity if it comes your way uh, but I would be surprised if better opportunities come on our way from other parts of Europe, as you know, it seems that most uh, big European players are looking and focusing on, on that part of emerging Europe because pricing is attractive and because potential uh, and, and growth uh, trend are both high. So, we see um, activities in Romania, we see activities in Greece. Uh, After all, uh, Greece has gone through two years of uh, huge political and economic turmoil, seems to have, uh, I wouldn't say died down, but slowed down, maybe even disappearing. So, things will be happening. Uh, Not to mention uh, something that went between the lines the Chinese have announced they will make Greece as the port of entry to the European Union for all their exports, and if you link that with the widening of the Suez Canal that took place last year, that allows much bigger vessels to come in from the Indian Ocean to uh, the Med, it's much easier, much less costly for these vessels to anchor in Greece and then move everything up to Europe through trains and trucks than going around. So we have a shift in uh, world commerce, we have uh, the potential for these countries that we're uh, active in to play a role in it. And uh, we have uh, the economies that are growing, we have the people uh, that have uh, earning more, therefore their financial means are growing and their um, capacity to consume is growing. So all the macros are there for these countries to do better than other parts of Europe.
0: Okay, and it, it sounds like you, you found your sort of target, uh, target area then. Um, would you be looking at uh, increasing the, the portfolios within those uh, regions then? Uh, I mean, what, what else would you have planned for the rest of the year? Yeah. Uh,
1: the, the, the short answer is yes, but let me make it a bit longer. We went through, uh, we had a vision, we had a strategy, we went through a two-year uh, period where we acquired a number of assets. We went one from seven to seven from one. We you know multiplied our uh, revenue, our um, asset value and everything. We took a pause the first six months to make sure that everything uh, works properly, that costs are streamlined, that... Uh, all other management activities and corporate activities are in line with our strategy and our needs. And we'll start again looking to uh, acquire and grow. Uh, as, as in the past, some of potential moves will be done through issuing new shares to the sellers. some will be done through maybe issuing more capital, uh, new shares for uh, capital increases. But the opportunities are there and our objective is to grow. Therefore, yes, we're looking to acquire more properties.
0: Okay. I mean, you, you've certainly shown, like you said, uh, with the previous uh, results at the same time that uh, you've stabilized and you, you've looked at ways to reduce costs um, and obviously, you, you know, be able to uh, target where the areas you want with maybe increasing the portfolio. What, what's the biggest challenge that you think you've got ahead?
1: Well, uh, you're right. And thank you for saying so that we showed a few things. There are a couple of things that we have not uh, showed or even proven yet. One is a successful uh, exit, and this we will be proving with the sales that we have, as you know, in Ukraine, as I mentioned earlier, which will be a, a, a clear profitable exit from a specific asset, and therefore it will not be just words that we can go in and out by, with making money for our shareholders, but it will be proven. The other thing that we have not proven and there I am um, more perplexed than others is that uh, somebody investing in our company can follow a decent uh, share price appreciation. Our share price performance is not what I want it to be, I am not obviously um, the person to know or to do something about it but I am surprised. Uh, Obviously, the market does not appreciate everything that we're doing or probably does not know everything that we're doing and maybe that's uh, what we should be doing uh, in uh, educating the market. Mm -hmm. Uh, But once we solve this issue, then I think there's nothing else that we have missed and we can uh, start again on the train to growth.
0: Yeah, I mean, certainly uh, your share price um, with the results you've got like today, I mean, you, you know, I, I can't tell you how to increase your share price, but uh, I, I can certainly say that maybe more notice of what you're doing and, and what you've brought today and what you've explained will help uh, certainly new investors uh, for your company. Um, Lambrus, thank you for taking the time to uh, talk to us. Um, let's see uh, what will happen with the rest of the year. We look forward to uh, your next update.
1: Thank you very much, and hope uh, more updates soon with uh, interesting information to share.
0: No problem. Thanks a lot. Cheers.
1: Thank you. Cheers.